There's a story inside every smoke shop, with every cigar, and with every person. Come be a part of the cigar lifestyle at Boveda. This is Box Press. Let's be honest, yeah. we met last night. We did. At the Bar Luca, in the hotel, where we're all staying for the PCA. We're, this is, uh, is this your first experience at PCA? No, uh, I was here a long time ago. We came last year yeah. just to network. This is our first year exhibiting. Okay, so go around and tell us who you are, and then we're going to get into the story of, of what you told me last night about this <laughs> this upstart cigar company out of Green Bay, Wisconsin. Sure, start us off. Uh, yeah, my name's Keith Archiquet. Uh, what I mean, what would you like to know? I've, so we don't have to get super deep. Sure. But, so what do you, what what's your role with Lovely, or how did you get sure. involved with this group? Uh, we are all three owners. Um, the operation as it stands right now is a three, uh, three ownership operation and, uh, one salesperson. Um, we got involved just cause we had an idea and, uh, we all have individual skill sets in our professional lives coming into lovely. And, uh, what I do for lovely as the same thing I do professionally is I'm a media and content creator. And I, that's why you're so attracted to Matt and his technology. Uh, the, the setup here is very, yeah, it's very good. I do, I do local, uh, local commercials in the Green Bay, Wisconsin area. I also graphic design in the Green Bay, Wisconsin area, do websites, awesome. uh, voiceover work, um, just a whole gamut of media. So yes, that is what I bring to the table for lovely as well as a salesperson. That's awesome. Yeah. Dylan, what's your story? So I've got a background in uh, private aviation. I own a company that, I don't know if you know what an FBO is, fixed base operator. Essentially we handle private jets, that type of thing. So I've, I've got experience um, running a business, managing people, that type of stuff, making sure things get done, A to B, you know, keep these two in line, you know, that, that type of stuff. His um, nine to five definitely spills over into his, yeah, uh, into his secondary. So a little bit more behind the scenes, um, the three of us were all friends uh, well beforehand. We all love cigars. Um, you know, we'd smoke cigars a few times a year together and, uh, you know, it was just one of those things where it, it kind of made sense. You know, our, our business meetings don't feel like work. We just, it's just getting together with a couple friends. I look forward to them, honestly, you know, a little, little break from the wife and kid, you know. But, well, uh, that sounds fun. So we've got the creative side, the technical side, we've got the operations side. And Mike, tell us about what you do. <laughs> Bring it home. Bring it home. All right. So I used to, I had opened a cigar shop up in Green Bay. 16, 17 years ago. And that's kind of where I really found the, the passion and the drive to be part of the industry. Um, I got out of the cigar shop, just was going in a different direction that I didn't want to be in, but always had the idea of bringing a brand to life. Uh, you know, love the history of our, our area. Uh, love all of the different things that you know this industry brings. So to me, it's just, it's a fascinating industry. Uh, and you know, a few years after leaving the cigar shop, it was like, all right, we had this idea. and wanted to explore it and we were talking, you know, all three of us were really talking about this and found this old brand and was like, you know, what could so we do to... So that's a lovely brand and it dates back to... The late 1800s, 18... We have, we have a box in our booth that's like 1886, I think. It's a little hard to read because, I mean, it's 125 years old or so. So you launched your... This is your first release and this was last year? Uh, in August, September of last year is when we started okay. selling. So of 23, uh, 22? Yes. Okay. How's yeah. it going? It's going great. We're in what, 30 some odd shops? As of last night, 14 states and 33 shops. That's awesome. In yeah. nine ish months of having product? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. 
So uh, we, I'm just lighting up for the first time this lovely cigar. Tell me about this particular cigar. What's what's it made of, and and uh, the story behind this release? So it's a Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, San Andreas Mexican binder, all Nicaraguan fillers from Jalapa, Candega, Esteli, and Ometepe. So we uh, originally, you know, we we weren't like overly concerned with like we need to have this tobacco or we need to have this tobacco. It was more like we want to have a really good experience for the end user. So, you know, we said to uh, Carlos uh, Tecasa, we're like, hey, this is what we're looking for. We want to have a complex, nuanced cigar, something that's going to keep people, you know, interested. But we don't want something that's going to burn out your palate. So that was really what we started with. We said we like Nicaraguan tobacco, so start there. And, uh, you know, we were going to go out there pre-COVID. Uh, we had flights booked, COVID hit. And uh, we're, we're like, oh, we could still go. And then that was like two days before they canceled the flights. So <laughs> then we didn't go. Almost got stuck in Nicaragua. We almost got stuck in Nicaragua, <laughs> which would have been just awful. But, um, you know, so we went back and forth with the samples and, you know, we had to go through that entire process until we finally landed on this cigar. And it was like the next day we're like, I just want to smoke another one of those yeah. cigars. So it wasn't necessarily like we need to have X amount of Lajero, so on and so forth. You know, it was more like, What's the full experience that we we want to give to people? I remember when we we so the idea of the of a cigar. I mean, making a cigar line. I think I think in the industry it sounds like everyone does that. But like in Green Bay, Wisconsin, if if you say I want to start a business, and that's kind of what it was. I was sitting at a picnic table having a cigar. We were six feet apart at the time, even. <laughs> and uh, and and I, I I proposed. I'm like this year I want to start another business, um, another just another uh, revenue stream for my family. Mike goes, you know, I've been thinking about getting back into the cigar industry. <laughs> and then he goes, we should get a cigar line. And that just sounds like, as I say it out loud, and, and maybe this is from just where I'm from, but when you say, yeah, let's start a cigar company, like that just sounds like a ridiculous pipe dream. Pipe, it's, it's, it's a dreamer's <laughs> no pun dream. It's a yeah. dreamer's dream. Yeah. And so, and we were doing this in COVID, right? So it, 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 when, when you say, we, we, we just want to, we want to land on an experience that's very true. Me, me Mike, and Dylan smoke, uh, we prefer different cigars, vastly different cigars. And so I remember writing down, I remember Mike said, let's write down what we want in a cigar. And, uh, and, and uh, where I was at in, in, in my cigar journey at that time, I was like, well, I want one that the draws perfect. Like I, I work really hard. Like my nine to five, I work really hard. This is a great draw. And, and I don't want to work when I have a cigar. I want it to be a smoke factory, which you can see as yeah, I say big, that big mouthful of smoke. Smoke's coming up, yep. and I want I want pepper in the in the in the head. Yeah, and and so I wrote those, and as as a couple years later now, and we have product and it's it's selling. I I, I tell people that because I'm I made the cigar I wanted, right? And and Mike had different stipulations. Dylan had different ones, and so we were working at COVID back and forth. With factories out in Nicaragua, just a couple different factories sending us samples. Try this. I think I landed it here. And me and we would just be sitting there on, with a dossier and be like, "No, no, you, you did not land it." With <laughs> like, there were some where we were just like, "Ah, no, I can't yeah, do that." Yeah, I mean, it's a fine and, art to land and it's on not, something. It's not because of a lack of skill or craftsmanship on the factory's hands. It's just we were looking for something that checked the box for all of us. And if one of us was like, "I don't know," ugh. So when we had this, the, when we finally landed months and months after sending samples in, saying we like this on this one, we like that on that one, can we, after doing that, and we got, we got this one, the Elegante. It was only labeled X2, 
right? So that's why we called it the Elegante X2, the Ain't They Lovely. We landed on it. I remember smoking it, and we were, we were just sitting back, and it was silent. And it was the first time it was silent when we were trying recipes. We looked over and like, there's nothing wrong with this one, is there? No. And like Mike said, the next day I remember the text message being like, I want another X2. Like, that's the one. And, and we knew. It was all I wanted. Was we knew one. that because we landed on that, that we were onto something. And I say onto something because, again, vastly different likes in cigars. Vastly different. My go-to is vastly different than the other ones. But somehow, we, we, we stumbled upon one that checked the box for everyone. And I, I think that that is a lot more difficult. As oh, yeah. everyone has their preference, it's a lot more difficult than you just said, yeah, we, we, got, we got a blend we liked and it was good, we moved forward. Yeah, this is, uh, this is really accessible. I, I'm, uh, I was talking last night to uh, Mark, uh, the gentleman, that, that, uh, the proprietor of Stogie's on Grand in St. Paul. Oh, yeah. And I mentioned uh, that I had run into you in the lobby of the hotel and we got I talking. I think I saw him right before you or right after you. But his <laughs> comment to me was, he goes, I'm, I'm getting hit up by cigar reps, distributors on a daily basis that come in and spend time in his store and manage an assortment and you have one cigar. And th this quest to stand up a company and to sustain through the, the, the development of the company mm -hmm. to a point where you have a product, you've fabricated a cigar that is really accessible and people are, are I'm, I'm presuming you're getting great feedback on the cigar. Yes. We have been. It is a lovely cigar. It's the Ele Elegante X2. Elegante X2. It's their first release from August of 2022. Correct. What's next? Will there be another cigar? So we're actually releasing our second line here at the show. Uh, what? I know, crazy. Tune in um, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, very similar. Uh, I, I shouldn't say very similar, but it's, it has the same similar profile. So we still have the Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. We have the Sumatran binder. Mm. Uh, it's still all Nicaraguan fillers, but they're you know, changed up a little bit. So you're going to get a lot of the same experience, but there's going to be a distinct different flavor right. and that's going to be more of our core line we don't so, want to depart too far and have somebody try both of our cigars and get confused right. about yes. what we're doing same size no so this is a six by 52 we have a churchill coming out of six and a half by 48 a robusto five by 50 and then a corona five and five eighths by 46. so at the end of the day you'll have four cigars four facings four facings mm -hmm. so we have four facings but cigar three and four are already completed and becoming ready for deployment. So this time next year, we'll have a lot more. So you've overcome the one hit wonder yes. well, challenge. I mean, the idea was really like, all right, so like we talked about, you know, how do we do this? How do we start getting in the industry? And I had some contacts from, you know, being you know, owner of a shop and that's kind of how we started. And it was like, so what do we do? So we thought, let's start small. Let's just see if we can get some, some legs under this thing. Let's see if we can just do it. Yeah, can we do it? How hard is it gonna be? Uh, and if it's successful, then, then we're gonna go. And you know, our plan was, like where we're at today, we thought we would be in two years, and it's only been nine months or so. Well, and it's obvious that you're having fun. Absolutely. And it's obvious that your you're, you're bond between these friends, this yeah. history that you have together, the expertise that you each bring to the table. I mean, it's fun. Right. I was talking to you last night about why we get so excited about new cigar 
labels, new cigar brands. It's because we were new ones. Oh. <laughs> our, our owners, uh, 26 years ago, they weren't in the, the show, whatever it was called at the time, whatever acronym it was called at the time. They weren't inside. They were standing outside with their backpacks with these samples that they had made of this new technology to a precise humidity control. And they were asking people that were walking in the door, are you a buyer or are you a seller? And that's where the relationships began. And uh, the Fuentes took them seriously on, mm -hmm. the, on the first conversation and developed a relationship. And they were, they have consistently packed a number of their lines with the, what's now called a Bovida pack. It was called the Humida pack at the time. Right. So we, we love the upstart story. We love the trying to get involved and be helpful yeah. in the beginning. So uh, I'm sure there's a, a group of salespeople on the other side of this wall that are going to want to <laughs> talk to you about the container that we have in Nicaragua and the packs that are available to put in your boxes and yes. give you a chance to try those and test those and see if it appeals to you. We'd love to keep these babies fresh because when they get to uh, Las Vegas or wherever they end up going, they're subject to a lot of stress with the fluctuations in the humidity and the temperature and the jostling about. So we want to deliver the best quality product we can to the end consumer. I know you guys want to too. Absolutely. So that's my sales pitch. <laughs> and, it's a, and it's a good one. And like I, like I told you prior to us pressing record, I, 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 cannot, I cannot even think of, this, of the cigar industry without you guys. You know, you are, you are, a, you are a staple within this this large room but with i mean it's it's impossible to, for me to see the cigar industry now without you and well, thank you it's 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 a, it's a incredible honor and a privilege to uh to well, have to have a minute to speak yeah and it's a privilege for us to get you on our our socials and and we'll give you some snippets that you can use on yeah, your social yeah. hopefully help you promote your brand I, and i, I think uh, i think like if, if we're going to do like say we're segment by segment i think it really is important that people understand that our our brand is it we aren't just a cigar company like and and that's weird to say like well what else are you selling uh we're selling history uh our company and people don't realize this about green bay wisconsin almost everyone you say green bay you say green bay packers got it and that's it he brings up the Green Bay Packers. He's it, dealing with a Minnesota-based company. It's, it's, it, well, hey, he that, it is what Bay it is. Packers. You know, it's cheese, right? You know, Wisconsin's all about cheese. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know that we're a big manufacturer of paper. How many but, championships? Oh. Yeah. And but here, people don't, people don't realize that before all of those things, before the Green Bay Packers from 1921, before the cheese was prevalent in the dairy, in the dairy state, before paper, we were making paper companies and biggest paper distributor in the world, Green Bay was actually built on the backs of tobacco. And no one realizes. I never knew that. No one knows that. Yeah. Right. So, I, I love I love my city. I love the nine two zero. I love the dirt I'm on. My cigar is an ode. It's a love letter to my city. Now, how are we? How are we such tobacconists back then? Right. Uh, we have a river called the Fox River, and that connects to Lake Michigan, which all the lakes connect, and they'll get you all the way out to the Atlantic Ocean. So sailors would come to Green Bay. They would dock momentarily. They refill on a handful of things: some toiletries, some liquor and cigars slash tobacco uh, before Wisconsin was known as a cranberry state. People don't realize that, that we are the largest cranberry state. cranberry state. They were tobacco fields. Now, this you say this, this was made in the 1800s, right? The Ain't They Lovely. Well, there were so many, there were so many brands in the 1800s, 1900s just rolling and selling 
to the sailors that came in just for a minute to load up and send up. Now when the depression hit, Cuban embargo hit, when shipping became a little less prominent to get your products to and fro, uh, the tobacco industry in Green Bay kind of just dwindled away and disappeared, poof. But our museum, the Neville Museum in Green Bay has, has so much history on the, on the rollers, the brands in Green Bay. When we were doing this, you know, we, it, we all just were like, people gotta know that. That's American history. That's not history for our city that we love, but that's American history. So our second line that's coming out, well, the 8th Day Lovely was sold in the 1800s, 1900s. We have a box from the original ones back then. Our next line's called the number 162. Now, other people, people don't also know that uh, there was uh, union workers. Union number. Union, union number, number 162, 62. which became one of the biggest unions in the country, started in downtown Green Bay, and they started as cigar rollers. So we, as an ode to that, to that union that made Green Bay, built Green Bay, our, our everyday line's gonna be called the 162. And as, we, as I keep saying, every, we have a third one and a fourth one ready to, ready to deploy. They're all based on old brands that were rolled in the 1800s. Old brands that were rolled in the 1900s. Cigars are sold for a nickel, you know? <laughs> and, and as a person from Green Bay, I, I, I love Green Bay, like, like you love I'm, I am thoroughly convinced that you love Green Bay. Right, <laughs> right. But I, I, we should take a little bit of pride in where we're yeah, from. Yeah, it's a great community. So it's a new line that has deep roots in the history of the tobacco industry in Wisconsin. Yes. 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 It's Keith, it's Mike, and it's Dylan from yes. Lovely Cigars. And yep. one of the one of the biggest things that I would like to just say, at, you know, it sounds like we're wrapping up a little, is, you know, we really want to have uh, a good experience for people. So we talk about, you know, we want you to enjoy where you are, enjoy who you're with, and enjoy every moment. And that's really what it's about, right? Being present in the moment with the people you're with, mm -hmm. and cigars kind of level that playing field. So really, that's what we yeah. want to convey to people. Mm -hmm. That's what we want people to experience when they have our cigars. What a lovely idea. I mean, <laughs> there you go. The, the company was, was built on a pipe dream on a picnic table, right? With friends. Yeah, it's so awesome. So we want that experience of dream. Well, we're, I'm glad we we're able to capture this for history's sake. We're getting connected <laughs> to you before the business explodes for you. It's uh, lovely cigars out of Green Bay, Wisconsin. It's Keith, Mike, and Dylan. Yes. Sir. And uh, I got to tell you, for a stick that I had not had, I, I had you gave me one last night, which I gave to Kate, and she loved it. I'm happy to light this up. It's very accessible. It's a really delicious start. Um, I wish you guys the very best. Thank you. And uh, if we can be helpful to you, we're going to try to keep them fresh and and deliver like your passion. We're all about helping people enjoy their passions. Right. So uh, keeping them fresh is a big deal, especially when we're in Vegas where it's 11% relative humidity today. So, <laughs> right. I uh, want to thank you all for joining us. Thank you, sir. We're going to look forward you, to watching your story unfold.